to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to welcome today as our guest, Tim Dubner, a produce manager for DNW Fresh Market, which is a Spartan Ash company. Tim has been in produce for about 10 years now and is really excited about continuing to learn the business, hone his craft, teach his team. Tim, thanks so much for being here with us today. You're so welcome. Uh, uh, a pleasure being here. So, Tim, we'll start with an easy one for you. How did you first get into produce? Oh, geez. I graduated high school and I was like, okay, I need a job. So, actually, I didn't start at the grocery store. I started at Subway oh. and, I, and I absolutely hated it there. So, I, so I applied at Family Fair and I, I started in, as a produce clerk there. And I was a produce clerk for about three or four years. And I just kind of grew my, my way up from there. Awesome. And so I know you mentioned when we talked before, it's it's been about 10 years now. What do you enjoy most about produce? What's kept you in it over the years? I would say it's it's you have to have a keen eye for quality and customer service. Um, it's, it's one of those very unique departments in a grocery store where if it doesn't look good, people are just gonna walk past it. Very true. And I know um, another thing that, that you mentioned when we chatted before was sharing your knowledge of produce, what you've learned over the years yes. with your team and helping them kind of get more engaged um, in like the story of all these different items and, and being able to, to share that and just bring that excitement into the job. How do you do that? How do you share what you've learned with them? Um, well, if it's a new item, I always uh, um, taste test them. Like I, I, I'd go around the store and say, hey, check, check out these sugar kiss melons or sugar plums or anything like that. So because we, we, we the associates are, are actually the best um, salespeople for the items. So if we don't know what they taste like, the customers sure won't either. Absolutely. Now, can you guys do, I know a lot of the sampling stopped with the pandemic. Are you guys back to sampling being an option or where, where do you land on sampling? We are not. And I, I honestly, I don't think we're, 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 we're going to get back to that, unfortunately. Um, but I always offer to like, if, if it's for watermelon and, and the customers, I'm sure mm-hmm. uh, on how it's going to look like, I always say, Hey, you know what? It take me two minutes, two minutes. I'll, I'll cut it in half for you. I'll, I'll, I'll bring out it out for you and I'll, I'll let you be the judge and I can always shrink wrap it up so so, so that way it's good for you to carry around and and the customers are always so pleased that I, I, I could do that for them. Gotcha so sampling on more of a one-on-one basis or that sort yes. of thing where you can control from a food safety standpoint and all that good stuff. Correct. That makes sense. Well, you've mentioned customer service already a couple times. And so I wanted to ask you a little bit more about that as far as the importance of, even though you've got a million things to do around the department, really being intentional to interact with those shoppers. So um, when I first started, my store manager said, we bend over backwards for for each customer. And, and, And I've... I brought that to each one of the stores that I've been in, because without our customers, 
we're not going to hit our sales and we want them to ultimately leave happier than than they came in so even if it, if it's a meat question or a, a grocery question i go out of my way to and to get that answer or, or or to find that product for them and do you find that people seem pretty comfortable asking questions or is it normally, you know, you and your team go out of your way to ask them like, oh, what are you making? Or, you know, can I help you find something or those kind of little conversation starters? I um, I always greet and, and the customers first, like uh, uh, with, a, with a, a big smile and, hey, how's it going today? Is there anything I can help you find? And then I, I just kind of go off of that. Like if they're picking up um, like Pico or or watermelon, I go, hey, are you celebrating in the fourth? What are you doing? So just kind of making it more personal from there and make sure that they're feel like they're talking to a friend rather than an employee. Very cool. And how do you, going back to kind of teaching your team, how do you teach that to your team? Because I know um, we're probably about the same age, Tim, uh, with with the advent of the smartphone and everybody's got all their, you know, um, all, all the different options and ways to engage with people in, yeah. a, in a digital way. I think maybe some of the like go to in-person interaction stuff might not be as present now as even it was, you know, 10 years ago. How, how do you get folks to yeah. kind of embrace that that greeting mentality? It, it is hard for some people, um, I, I do know that some people are, are more introverted than than, than, than others. So I, in that, in that uh, aspect, I go, hey, you know, some, sometimes and, and the best way to break the ice is a big, you know, it, it just smile and say, hey, how's it going today? It doesn't have to be this huge monologue of a conversation. You just gotta make them feel like they're welcome. That makes sense. Very cool. And thinking again about about working with your team, because Tim, as I've shared with you, and I I know I've said this to other folks before too, I'm always amazed at the produce manager role because it requires this, you know, such a diverse set of skills. I think from the merchandising to the people management to the ordering and the business side of it, and then yeah. the customer service part of it. And people management is is no small thing. You know, how do you um, how do you go about having kind of a, a structure for them to continue to learn about things? I know you mentioned new items, making sure they're aware of those. Um, what resources do you have, and what resources could you use more of? Do you think to to help kind of bring those folks further into the the wonderful vortex that is the produce industry? Yeah. So in in, in the aspect of, of training people for rather it's quality or if it's customer service or food safety um, for, for quality, I, I, I think it was, and the first manager that, that I, I worked under, she instilled on, on it, if your mom or grandma would not buy it, 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 it should not be on the sales floor. Or if you would not serve it to your family, it, it should not be on the sales floor. That makes a ton of sense. And I figure that's something that most of us can can relate to, right? Everybody uh, 
Yeah. I mean, produce people tend to be picky, right? But if you didn't grow up in the produce industry, how what your mom would pick or turn her nose up at is probably a pretty good standard. Yeah. Yeah, So it's just those small things. And for like food safety is is crucial now, especially with like we have the fresh cut fruit. And so with fruit being so touchy for temperature, sanitation for the knives and cutting board and all that kind of stuff is just you have to be diligent on on how they're cleaning the knives are, are they are they sanitizing the cutting boards and all that kind of stuff and just staying with them on it because if the uh, food safety people come in they can close that down real fast mm-hmm. yeah it's a whole different level of vigilance required when you're talking about the the fresh cut and, and that yeah. stuff done in store I'm sure and fresh cut is something I've actually been hearing a lot of retailers talk about lately as something they're, you know, leaning more and more into um, that can be done in-house, both for, for freshness and then for, for margin as well. What do you guys like to focus on in terms of, of fresh cut and what's that program look like for you guys? Um, for us, we have the $5 and $12 program, where it's, it's like the $5 cups and bowl and, and $12 bowls, but it, it, it goes... Anywhere from grillers to like asparagus, Brussels sprouts grillers or berry trays, fruit trays, veggie trays and all that kind of stuff. How many SKUs would you say you guys do? Because I can imagine that that complexity can grow quickly as your number of items does, right? For the fresh cut stuff, I would say around 30 or so. Okay. But we... At least at the store I'm at, we kind of narrowed it, narrowed it down to about five or six at the time at the moment. Uh, I'm I'm hoping to and to, and to really grow that section because it is a lot of margin and it's easy margin too. Like it, it's time consuming as it is, but for a single parent or a, a parents on the go, picking up that five dollar cup of water watermelon or berry trade and to go to the beach it's it's so fast and efficient Mm -hmm. yeah well and there are so many things that i think um sometimes price becomes a stumbling block in produce but if you really compare in some of the cpg items you know like i was talking with somebody the other day about um fruits as like a sweet treat you know like well if you go over to the candy aisle it's not super cheap to get a bunch of candy. I mean, you may as well do the yeah. fruit and it tastes delicious and you're actually getting something of value for your yeah. body, right? <laughs> exactly. And, and it's a lot fresher too. Like if you compare it to the candy, well, that candy might've been on the shelf for months or we, a, a few weeks. Oh yeah. The when fruit start is talking- it's cut that, that same day mm-hmm. or, 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 or at least a day prior. Yeah. You can't you, eat that. That's so true. You start talking uh, ingredients lists and, you know, all these other things. And produce just, it does, it has such a compelling story. And yet, like, I certainly understand. I, I've battled my fair share of candy addiction and chip addiction and those sorts of things, right? Yeah. So it's like, every we all know the produce is, is the best, but trying to even 
you know, kind of present some of those, those like alternatives, like produce alternatives for specific eating occasions, you know, like I know yeah. for me, one thing, uh, one thing I would try and swap out, um, I'm like, okay, I, I need to do less candy. I need to do fewer like baked dessert type of things. Right. Is I would do a big, huge bowl of strawberries and then melt some of the mini chocolate chips. So I could have like okay. a little chocolate drizzle, but it was, you know, 99% strawberries and, and that worked, you know? So yeah. I think even to your point, like having conversations with customers, you hear a lot of that stuff, right? Because many of us yeah. have some of those same uh, dilemmas on our eating habits or trying to eat healthier and all those kind of things. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, I, oh, speaking also of Fresh Cut, we were talking about the, the number of items. And I remember when we visited before, you said too, like keeping things fresh in the department, whether that's where things physically are, or I thought on the fresh cut side, probably even rotating, you know, what's in that selection based on what's in season and things like that. Yes. What are some of the ways you try to kind of mix it up in the department? Um, so I've managed about three or four store departments now. And so what, 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 what I usually do is, is after a few months I've been, I've been there uh, and I've gathered the customer base and the, and the size of the department is I, I like to say, hey, let's switch the, the, the things up a little bit just to make certain and, and the customers go, wait a minute, the carrots were over there before, but now they're here. So now I have to take the extra 12 seconds to adjust and relocate and maybe pick up carrots and head lettuce or carrots and celery for for a snack and i'm not talking about huge changes but just just enough to make them pause a minute and spend an extra minute in the department to buy a few more items I love that perspective on kind of the the scale of the adjustments, right? Because you don't want them to have to search, like walk around and search. But if their eye has to travel a little further and, oh, the, yeah. the carrots are here instead of here. And by the way, here's, you know, some celery chopped up that you could really easily take and, you know, use yeah. for uh, for school lunches or whatever. You know, that I I know I you know, over the years that I've been in this business now and being becoming more cognizant of merchandising tactics and things like that. Um, I'll notice when I walk around the aisles and like, oh, because this scooted over, I noticed this, which I just hadn't thought of in a while. You know, yeah. it wasn't on the list. It wasn't kind of the regular rotation. And it's not that I don't like it. It's just that I don't necessarily think about it. And I think so often like that's a stumbling block to increasing sales, yeah. right? As we all have our go-tos. <laughs> yeah, and as well as uh, I'm, I'm sure, as you know, the color breaking too, where if you put like cauliflower next to carrots, where it is that bright orange color and then the white, it's a very contract color and makes it stand out more. Absolutely, that's so true. It's it It's funny because these are the kind of things that I know shoppers notice and appreciate probably subconsciously. Right. So if we ask yeah. somebody, does it make a difference to you? Like what color, you know, what colors of produce are next to each other? They'd probably look at you like you're crazy and say, my gosh, I've never thought about that a day in my life. Right. Yeah. But you see the difference. Cause you see people walk around and how they shop and what they react to. 
Yeah. And you mentioned too, Tim, that you have worked in a number of different departments now. What are some of the things that you've learned being in like different situations in different stores, whether it's a remodel or a store that maybe is getting close to closing? Like there've been all all sorts of different circumstances that you've managed in. Yeah. So I'll speak on the on, on, on the store closing first. It 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 it's didn't it's definitely a, tr- a tricky um, situation because the customers don't know until probably a, a few weeks beforehand. So you have to break the news to those customers, which which, which, which is always so heartfelt because you you worked and worked and worked in that department to build it, and then you also have to downsize the department because uh, items are being transferred over but you, you still want to carry some things like bananas and and some salads and lettuce at, but not to be like you're I, I, getting closer to that um end date it's more like you're ordering a case of bananas so it sells mm-hmm. out yeah and then that day or whatever you know now for the remodel and the one I was in, it was crazy because at, at the same time I was I was also at the store that was closing down. Oh wow! So I was settling down the store, and then I was the produce lead at, at this remodel. So I was learning how they do remodels and 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 and, 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 and how did they did they want things set up to where it's grand opening ready. Um, so, and at, at this remodel, I, I, I only did a couple orders. I was only at this store for a month, month and a half b- b- before I m- moved stores again and, and to be a, a, a produce manager again, but it was still a crazy time because I was settling down and then ramp, r- ramping up. Yeah, I think I worked like 10 days straight. Oh, shoot. So it was a good time. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about the, the store you're at now and some of the things that, that you've been, been working on now, need opportunities yeah. you see, that fun stuff. So I just got this store, I think it was the week before Mother's Day. Oh, okay. So, so ever, 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 ever since I got this story, it was like holiday look like week break holiday holiday yeah so wow. it, it, it's been crazy but i truly feel like there's such a great opportunity at the store i just hired two new people so i have a total of about eight people under me so that's like my biggest team that, I, that i've managed and so the it's the constant coaching and tweaking how uh, how things were and, and and how they should be. The, I, I I I actually spoke to my my old manager who who first trained me about um, produce and and I, I I was talking to her about, hey, how do I manage so many people? Because it, it's my first time. I'm still learning every day. She goes, well, it it it's not about being mean. It's about coaching. It's it's like, hey, set this. Apple table up and, and I want it done in 10 minutes and come grab me when, when, when you've done it and I'll walk you through it. 
at the beginning, it's it's more of the coaching, like small steps, small steps, small steps. Absolutely. And that's that's great that you mentioned reaching out to your the person who trained you to ask about, okay, like I've I've done the merchandising, I've done the ordering, I've done the, you know, all so many different parts of the job. People management is another thing. It's another yeah. whole layer to the job, especially when you're talking about a big team. Yeah, and she and she's been a manager. I want to say twenty or so years now. Oh wow! So she's been in produce for for quite some time, and I, I can always go to her and be like, "Hey, how how do I do this? Or what have you tried that 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 that, that hasn't worked for you, or or has worked for you?" that's awesome and tim you mentioned to me too that um produce is something you would like to stay in long term you know whether yes. it's in the position you're at currently or someday looking at being a buyer or being a merchandiser or w- what are the the aspects of the business you're excited to learn more about as you go along i i the the parts of the uh, i i'm 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 very uh, excited for it is like for merchandising it's visiting the all all the other stores and talking talking to those managers helping them out build displays and and on on the buyer side is talking to all the vendors all the farmers and be like hey what's the best crop that's this time of year um what's the best cost point for this Gotcha. That makes sense. Well, let's see. I think, I think we may have covered everything that I had. Yes. Cause I know we, we, we spoke before and covered a whole slew of topics. It is so, it's so exciting for, for me, Tim, because like I said, over the years, um, I've gotten to talk to a lot of, of produce managers and and folks throughout the, you know, kind of the produce retail hierarchy. And I know that like, it's such a critical role because you're the one who actually makes things happen in the store. I mean, that's, that's where it ultimately takes place. I, I heard somebody the other day say, remember the cash registers are in the store, you know, <laughs> so yeah. it all comes back to that store. And so I just really appreciate the opportunity to get to talk to you about kind of the fun stuff you're doing, um, the, the things, the projects that you're working on how you're looking to, you know, stay in produce for the long term and the things that you're enjoying. And so thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. Of course. Well, Tim, I'll, I'll wrap us up here. We want to thank everybody for listening and encourage everyone to check out our previous episodes as well. Of course, some of our recent guests have included Scott Shooty, previously of Fresh Time, Sprouts and Boshes, Mike Roberts of Harps, Mark Kruczynski of Garrity's, Brian Day of Four Seasons Produce, and Kevin Byers of PCC Community Markets. So lots of wonderful conversations with lots of wonderful produce people. Thank you again for listening, and we'll see everyone next time on the Produce Retail Podcast.